Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, how are you? Today, it's gorgeous, right? Because it's California, that's totally normal. But I, instead of being outside, enjoying the beautiful outdoors, I've been stuck inside cleaning my house. And I freaking hate cleaning my house. Some people love it, some people hate it. I just really don't enjoy it for whatever reason. And I think it's just because my house gets so dirty so fast that it almost seems to not even matter. But what I really enjoy doing is taking a break from house cleaning to sit down and talk with you and take the time to study various topics that I see my clients getting stuck on as they work through their transformations. And I'm assuming here that if they are getting stuck, you probably are as well. So I really encourage you to keep listening to all of these podcast episodes, look into the past episodes, maybe even re-listen to particular episodes if it's something that really has been challenging for you. But please, most importantly, don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family. Let's get as many people listening to this show as we can. Rate uh, this show. Leave me a review. Let's start to make this show available for more and more people. So for today's topic, I'm looking forward to digging into the concept of willpower with y'all. Okay, so for many of you, for many of my clients, willpower, it's a very familiar emotion. You've kind of tapped into this one frequently over the years. So this is, of course, because many of you are far too familiar with yo-yo dieting or just different on-off type dieting attempts, maybe starting and stopping various exercise programs. And what seems to happen time and time again is that the energy that's tapped into for this diet, for this exercise program is willpower. So you might be the one that uses willpower to get your butt started. (laughs) You might be the one that uses willpower each and every day that presents with a different challenge or presents with a different struggle. Willpower, it just seems to be the default energy that's used to get your butt into gear on any given day. So what it might sound like for you, if you're tapping into willpower, maybe some of the thoughts that you're thinking to create that willpower might sound like, come on, let's go. You can't get any heavier. You already don't fit into your clothes. Or you can't keep going like this. You have to figure it out this time. Or maybe it's been a long day and you just don't want to exercise. Willpower in this situation might sound like get your But up to that gym, stop being so lazy. Or many of you may be really familiar with the willpower around food, right? Around birthdays, around potlucks. Maybe you're at a birthday party and they're, of course, serving your favorite dessert. Well, willpower in this situation might sound like you can't have that. Stop obsessing over it, right? How many of you have talked to yourself like this? 
What does your soft self-talk sound like when you're trying to do something new? And also, I think more importantly, what are the emotions that you feel when you think thoughts like these? How do they feel, right? Not really great. I wouldn't say it's a, a very comfortable or a very beneficial energy that's being created when you're telling yourself you can't have that. Stop obsessing over it like a psychopath, right? It's not making losing weight a very fun experience. And I don't know about you, but when I'm trying to touch up my weight a little bit, I like to kind of make that experience fun for myself so that I'm willing to do it again in the future if I need to, so that I'm not dreading the experience again when I need to lose a little bit more weight. So in this episode, we're going to go over a few things. I think the first thing I want us to understand is willpower. And I want to understand it in a crystal clear way so that you can easily identify when you're tapping into it. And next, I want to understand why willpower doesn't last and what results you might anticipate getting when you're operating from willpower. And then finally, I want to go over how you can shift out of willpower and into instead a more sustainable and comfortable energy, a more beneficial energy, as you continue on your journey to weight loss and reduced inflammation. So let's start, of course, with considering, well, what is willpower? We always have to put it in context. Is it a circumstance, a thought, a feeling, an action, or a result? And you can probably guess this one, right? I think it's primarily an emotion, Okay, I was considering that maybe willpower was an action, but then how would you watch willpower unfold? What would that look like? Well, you can't really, right? It's always just the energy behind your actions. And what creates the energy of willpower? Right, of course, your thoughts. Because your thoughts create your emotions. The emotion of willpower for me is just not a very comfortable emotion. And I don't know a one of you that wouldn't really agree with me on that. It doesn't really feel good to tap into the emotion of willpower. Willpower, it just feels very pressured. It feels kind of heavy, uh, maybe a little draining. And I like to call this emotional category energy vacuums. <laughs> Willpower is definitely one of those energy vacuums that you can tap into at the end of the day, right? So they just leave you feeling freaking exhausted when you've been constantly using it as the energy behind your actions. There's a few other emotions that kind of leave me depleted, kind of like willpower does. And this includes emotions like overwhelm or frustration or busyness, just to name a few. But here is where I want to continue to dig into, of course, with curiosity, Dig into what willpower truly is. Why does this emotion drain us of energy? Most emotions that you simply, that you, uh, most emotions that you create, they, you just feel them. They don't drain you. Why is this one somehow different? And I think that is a fascinating question. So let's kind of, I want to go over an analogy really quick because I like to think of willpower like this. So first off, let's take a step back and remember that you as a human, you operate from two different brains. There's your hind brain, 
which is your primal brain, otherwise referred to as your toddler brain. And then there is your frontal brain, otherwise known as your adult brain. That's your prefrontal cortex. So let's say your toddler brain, this, so we're going to kind of, this the analogy of willpower here. So let's say your toddler brain, it suddenly desires for you to go to the pantry and grab some chips. Willpower, it would be the equivalent of you using your adult brain to grab that toddler brain and say, no, we can't have chips. All the while, the adult brain is secretly wanting the chips just as much as the toddler brain, but has far too much ego to admit it. So with willpower, there's just no kindness. There's no compassion. And there's equally, there's no understanding of the desire that the toddler brain is being forced to process when it's not being allowed to indulge in it. Willpower to me, it feels very forced and very full of friction. And I think the thing that creates that friction is the unwillingness of your adult brain to acknowledge the current pattern of thoughts that you believe. Because the simple truth of the situation is, you probably agree with the toddler brain in this moment, but you're too scared to admit it. You probably want the chips just as much as the toddler brain does, right? But whether that be chips or whether it be, you know, trying not to do exercise or say a comment that you'd want to say to somebody or whatever else, you in this moment, you're too scared to agree with your primal brain because you're nervous that if you do, you just might indulge in it, right? If you agree with your toddler brain, you're like, damn right, we want some chips. You probably think you're just going to instantly indulge in it. That's just not true. Okay. Willpower is when you aggressively use your adult brain to shut down the thoughts of your toddler brain in hopes that by shutting those thoughts down, that the desire will somehow lessen. It's almost like your willpower is your brain's attempt to get out of discomfort by creating discomfort ahead of time. And that to me makes absolutely no sense. Okay, so what do we know in this situation? We always want to, if there's any type of confusion around some certain things, we always want to ask ourselves, what do we know in this situation? And number one about willpower, we know that your primal brain, it wants the chips in the pantry and that's why you are experiencing desire. And number two, we know that your adult brain also wants the chips. And that is why you are experiencing friction. Number three, we know that your adult brain is probably kind of scared of admitting that it wants the chips too because of the potential for a chip fest, right? And weight gain. And then from there, this is when your default response is to control and demand and scold your primal brain for wanting the chips in the first place. But what your brain is forgetting is that there is this sneaky little fourth thing that I want you to know about. And this, my friends, is the secret weapon that you will need to remember. What you're forgetting in this moment to remind your brain about is that although you do want the chips, you also don't want the chips at the exact same time. 
At some point prior to this moment, you have made the decision, right? Maybe you've made the decision to lose weight. Maybe you've decided that you don't like the way that chips make you feel. Maybe you've decided that it's time to take a break from chips because you always just seem to overdo them. Whatever the reason, at some time you made the decision that you don't want to have chips. And what's funny is that often when you feel the desire, you feel that urge for the chips, your brain, it just like immediately goes into this defensive mode. Like it's been caught off guard, you know, like, like it's surprised that you have made the decision that you don't want chips, but then you still desire chips. And that's just such BS, right? Like, of course you freaking want the chips. They're delicious. Just because you've decided you don't want them doesn't mean that you're not going to still experience desire for them. But you, being the brilliant person that you are, you've also decided to make the decision that you don't want them, and that's okay too. And this brings me to the energy that I want you to focus on creating instead. And that energy is self-control. If willpower is your brain aggressively telling your primal brain, no, we can't have the chips, the voice of self-control might instead sound a little more like this. I know we can't have the chips. I get it. They're delicious. But not today, brain. Let's have some next week instead. Self-control, it's an emotion that is laced with compassion. It's laced with firmness, and more importantly, it's laced with love. Self-control is when your adult brain, it drops the ego, and it acknowledges the humanity of your primal brain. That, of course, you want the chips, and that's okay. But with self-control, your adult brain, it instead gets to come alongside your toddler brain and gently say, not today. I know this isn't fun, but we're going to be okay. Self-control, it's an emotion that you can create that holds a space of love and compassion for the human that you are. But then it firmly, it pushes you into the human that you want to be. Self-control is not necessarily a comfortable emotion though. Like don't get me wrong, it's not sunshine and rainbows. Not having the chips when you want chips kind of sucks. Or getting up at 5 a.m. to go work out not exactly what you want to be doing. But at the same time, what's fascinating is that it's 100% what you do want to be doing. Self-control, it drops the ego. It drops the fear. It simply holds space for your primal brain to have the temper tantrum. And then once it's done, it's like, all right, let's go. And this is how using self-control is an energy source that is sustainable, whereas willpower is not. Willpower, it runs on ego. It runs on fear and control and aggression. Willpower, it does not unify the brain and the body. But what it does is it thrives on separation. The more you can push yourself around, the more mean to yourself you can be, the more you'll be able to follow through with doing what you don't want to do. That's the premise. That's what it's operating from. There comes a point within willpower when you have beat yourself up so much that you finally say, enough is enough. Give me the freaking chips. And you eat the entire bag. 
And for many of you, this is exactly the pattern that you're stuck in. Evidence that you are is going to look like gaining weight back quickly after you lose it. It's going to look like binge eating on certain indulgent foods that you love. It will look like putting yourself down on a regular basis. If you feel emotionally exhausted after a day of following your food protocol, just know willpower is probably your primary source of energy that you were using that day. So what steps do you need to take today to begin creating an abundance of self-control instead of relying on your depleting source of willpower? So step one. I want you to allow yourself the space to acknowledge the truth that you want the chips and that's okay. (laughs) Nothing has gone wrong that you desire chips. You're a human. Chips are yummy, right? And then step two is you're going to let yourself feel the discomfort of allowing the desire for those chips to be present in your body without answering it. There is no need to resist this. There's no need to put yourself down. There's no need to run away and hide from this desire. This desire, it is not a problem to be solved. It is something that I want to ask you to breathe into it and just let it be there. Lean into this emotion and let it be within your body unanswered. So step three is to gently remind your brain that even though you want the chips, it's even more true that you don't want the chips. If you hadn't decided ahead of time that you didn't want the chips, there wouldn't be this friction in this decision. So I want you to just kindly remind your brain, not today, brain. Maybe we'll plan some in next week. And step four is to really lean into the pride and the accomplishment that you're going to feel when you follow through with what you said you were going to do. If you've decided not to have chips and you have figured out how to use self-control and how to kindly redirect your brain into the direction of not having the chips, all while allowing that desire to be present in your body unanswered, you are a badass. That is a huge accomplishment. And I want you to just let yourself feel that because it can be so easy to ignore that good sensation that comes when you get those long-term rewards. Because our brains, they're so quick to jump to that next urge, right? If you didn't want the chips, then you're going to see the package of Oreos right next to it. And then all of a sudden, you're going to want those Oreos. It's always so quick to jump to that next urge, to jump to that next desire for instant gratification. But I want you to instead remember to give yourself those winks in the mirror, right? Remember to be that person that dishes out those compliments to yourself. Be like, damn, girl. You're turning into that person who doesn't eat chips every day. Who are you, right? Talk to yourself like you are so amazing that you got your workout done before everyone else even got up in the morning. Thank you, right? I want you to thank yourself. I want you to just love on yourself. Take time to acknowledge these wins. And lastly, don't be scared to talk to yourself out loud, (laughs) 
you can maybe eventually transition into a silent conversation with yourself. But if your primal brain is being especially demanding, which it probably is because you've used willpower for a long ass time at this point, I would not hesitate to begin looking like a crazy person. Get in the habit of talking back to your brain out loud, not out of defiance, but more with this compassionate and firm love for yourself. But here is something else. And this is something that many of you don't think about. For many of you, willpower, it looks like you harshly forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do. But there is this sneaky form of willpower that is just a little bit of a different flavor that I see many of you doing to yourselves. And I want you to consider that maybe you're the person who instead might be using God's word or your friend's words or your family's words to be the words that force you to do something that you don't want to do. So you are not the villain in this situation. You're using other people of authority, other people that you trust, other people who maybe you value their opinion, be the thing that kind of shoves you into this space that you don't want to be in. You use the words and opinions of those around you as the tool to beat yourself into submission instead of your own words. Many of you might not even recognize this sneaky form of willpower, but I want you to consider the possibility maybe that's what's going on with you. If you feel that friction, right, when you're trying to fit into this little box of what other people expect you to do or fit into this little box of who you think that God wants you to be. That might be, again, a different form of willpower. Um, That's just a little bit of a sneaky flavor. So remember, transitioning from the energy of willpower and into the energy of self-control, it's going to take some time, okay? Don't expect to get this right off the bat. There's going to be some growing pains. It's going to take awareness of the way that you're treating yourself and you're talking to yourself right now. And it's going to take a willingness to drop your ego and to just simply acknowledge where you're at. You'll do really good some days and then you're going to do really sucky on other days. And that is okay. That is exactly where I want you to be. Guys, if you're draining yourself from constantly tapping into willpower, do yourself a favor. Try on these four steps today. I want you to just try it on like for a day, right? Shift out of the energy of willpower and into the energy of self-control and just see how you like it. If you're hitting a wall and tired of doing this weight loss self-help thing alone, head on over yourlivinghealth.com, book your free consult. Let's just chat about what are your goals and what have you tried to get there? And exactly, let's just brainstorm together what you might need to do to finally reach those goals sustainably. Don't forget, everyone, rate this podcast five stars. Leave me a review. The more I get, the easier it is for others to find this information. I love you all. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.
Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.